0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.
1: Now, you may have heard the news. Eamon certainly brought it to us at four o'clock that Diageo have announced they're going to increase costs across all of their range from the start of February amidst what they say are inflationary pressures. About 12 cent on the price of a pint is the figure bandied about today. Paul Clancy is the Chief Executive of the VFI, the Vintners Federation of Ireland. Uh, Paul, what's your reaction?
0: Well look, it's the most unwelcome news for our members. Uh, we're just about to head into the quietest trading period and we believe it just couldn't come at a worse time. And uh, look, it's well documented our members have absorbed an enormous amount of cost, such as energy and input costs uh, we would ask the Diageo to look at how can they absorb more of these cost increases within their own operations before passing on to our members.
1: You, you, you would accept the reality that those costs are going up, though, wouldn't you, for Diageo?
0: I would, and I would accept that because we can see that within our own member or membership organisation, but we would like to see Diageo, uh reviewing their own uh, operations and thinking they absorb more costs themselves before passing them on to hard-pressed members and hard-pressed customers who are going to really because the first quarter is a very quiet period, as you know, for for mm. uh, for the trade, and um, we want to encourage people into the into the pubs rather than discourage them. And this is certainly not going to help. The and now, uh, uh,
1: we we only have the Diageo statement, and uh, they 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 say that they did absorb an awful lot of costs for a long time, which is why the increase haven't happened before now. But they've got to the point where they just can't absorb them anymore. They have to pass them on
0: yeah, well, look, I mean, okay, the size of the increase at twelve cent I mean, normally that's doubled properly above the last increase was. So we're saying, look, can you not look at that in a more deeper, meaningful way and see can you do something that can actually help our members? it's It's a sizable increase. It's going to have a massive impact uh, on the uh, consumer pricing. and uh, we're we're very concerned about it really and you know it's just one of those things. it's another cost increase on top of a multiple cost increases that publicans already absorbed. Uh, because they don't want to pass these increases onto their onto their uh, customers at as all well as possible, because they want to encourage them into the pub.
1: Well, what was the experience last year, uh, Paul, when other suppliers increased their costs? Because you know that there there were some publicans who said, "Listen, they were already operating on too fine a margin; they simply had to pass them on." Some publicans claimed that they were going to try to absorb them because they didn't want to uh, scare away any customers. Was there kind of a mismatch in how it was dealt with across the board? What happened?
0: Well, look, it's up to each publican to decide how they want to manage their, their own businesses and their own price increases. But it would be fair to say that, you know, there were a number of pubs that closed and uh, that just weren't able to, you know, justify these uh, price increases and that, you know, the footfall did drop in some instances. And we, we lost about 110 members last year uh, in 2022. And not all down to that primarily, but certainly. The pressures that are coming on publicans at the moment from a cost perspective is just making them potentially unviable and we fear that something like this also could be the straw that breaks the cannons back if you like.
1: Well uh, Paul stay with us we're joined as well uh, by Cahill from Sheridan's Bar Milltown County Galway uh, Cahill you're welcome to the show uh, what's your reaction Thanks, to sir. this
2: news? Oh, yeah, well, I suppose we knew, we knew that the, there was a, an increase coming at some stage uh, in springtime this year we didn't expect it so early and I don't think we expected it uh, at 6% either. Uh, yearly, we get a 3% increase. And we were hoping that the Azure would hold it off until maybe after Paddy's Day or April around Easter time and not go as high. But uh, same, same, they know they have uh, expenses to pass on, naturally. And they have to understand that we have expenses to pass on. So the majority of us will have to pass this on to our customer because it's too much for us to absorb uh everybody knows that we have increased costs over the last while between insulation uh, and in the food game know that the food prices are gone crazy at the back door uh energy has gone crap and only this week our wages went up again so we'll just have to pass it on i'm afraid it'll drive people to the off licenses because more than likely the yeah, John and will offer special offers uh over paddy's weekend mm. and easter in the off licenses and the um, the likes of Tesco, Aldi, Little Super Value, Dunnes—we all know they're selling seventy percent of the alcohol in Ireland as it is already—and they'll just get a bigger share, and we'll get a lesser share. But that's another nail in the coffin for the Irish pub because hmm. the demise of the Irish pub is happening right here in front of us every day, and our government don't seem to want to be doing anything about it whatsoever.
1: I, I remember, uh, Carl, when, when Heineken announced their price increases, you stopped selling the products for a few weeks until some constable. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I didn't sell any of Heineken products for two and a half weeks, and I do believe that Heineken probably lost out on my premises since because Diageo lads started drinking Carlsberg and Rockshore because it was cheaper, mm. and they stayed, stayed drinking it. But that's going to become that's going to become dearer now, as I'm from the first of February, so whether they stay at it or not. But it's I, I felt at the time that we had to make a stand against Heineken because it, a, a, they went on a nine percent increase, which was humongous altogether. And I figured if we if we as small publicans, didn't stand up to it, they'd do the same again next year and possibly double it the year after. Yeah. And I'd say the Azure were probably planning on going nine percent this year as well, but they saw the five or six hundred pubs that went against Heineken's move last November and they decided, Well, you know, we'll take a piece here, we'll think what well, we'll get away with it, and they've decided six percent. But we'd ask them to come back to the table and reconsider and push it out till after Paddy's Day and maybe go four percent.
1: So uh no no plans then to boycott the sale of Diageo products, as you did with Heineken, no?
2: At the moment, no, but we'd, we'd be hoping they'd still come back to the table and talk to us. And we'll, our our door at the BFI is open every every day for conversations, and we hopefully meet them like we did with Heineken. Heineken and the games met us halfway, and they have gone up with their prices in two different tranches, and maybe Diageo might come back and meet us at the table and meet us halfway on well.
1: Um, Can I go back to uh, you for a moment, Uh, Paul? I mean, you heard what Cahill had to say. Pretty damning, not just of of, of these price increases, but of the level of government support for the industry. Would you agree with them?
0: Well, look, the TBESS, for example, is a case in point. I mean, it's an energy support scheme. But if you look at that, it it covers electricity and natural gas. But the vast majority of our members are on kerosene or LPG. And unfortunately, they're not able to claim any support on that. So they're only able to access 15% of the actual uh, potential grant that's there or support that's there. So these are the kind of examples where, you know, it, it may appear that we have good support in place, but they're actually in. When you look at them, dig into the detail, they're not there. So look, uh, yeah. it's a very challenging time. I think Ahl has outlined it very eloquently there, the challenges that are there for the industry at the minute. And uh, we are asking Diageo, and we will be asking to meet Diageo uh, as soon as possible to reconsider the decision in light of these market challenges that are there not just on the size, but on the timing of the increase as well.
1: Uh, can I, Cahill, go back to you uh, before I let you go? What what type of support then would you like to see from government? What, what what measure would make you change your mind and suggest that government take the fate of the rural pub seriously?
2: Well, at the moment, Kieran, um, uh, we have a minister who is trying to de- deregulate the pub um, sector in Ireland. And if she continues to do to go the way she's going, not alone will she close the few of the pubs that are left at the crossroads in Ireland, but she'll close them in big towns and she'll leave it wide open for the likes of Witherspoons and bigger uh, multinational pubs to come into Ireland, wipe out smaller towns and, and larger towns with one big pub in it, close the opposition, because she's, she, she's taken advice from face to civil servants, who don't care what her history or what her name will go down for. But if she continues the way she's going to deregulate the pub, she's going to open it all up to to every Tom, Dick and Harry in the country, will be able to run a pub. They'll open a pub for six months, close down the pub that's there for maybe four or five generations because there isn't room in the village for the two pubs. And then mm. it'll end up that the village has no pub. So at the moment, I don't think there's any support we can get, but we can stop her trying to bring in the deregulation of the Irish pub. The, one of the best things we've ever exported out of out of Ireland has been the people of Ireland. And the second or third, reporting, every every city you go to around the world, everybody wants to run an Irish pub. You, We, in time, if she gets away with this, will have to go abroad to visit an Irish pub. Because she, what she's trying to do is close every Irish pub, isn't it? It hasn't come out in the press yet, and I'm surprised it hasn't. All this press, such as yourselves and the, and the tabloids are talking about, is that opening times and closing times of pubs. The most important thing is the deregulation. And every publican needs to stand up at the moment and talk to their local representative to get, this, to get Minister uh, 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 McAtee to change her mind. Because she's getting very bad advice from faceless civil servants who don't care. Ha- they God. haven't a clue how to pull a pint, never mind run a pub. And they're, they're making rules up there in, in Dublin that will completely and utterly change the pub scene in Ireland for generations to come. I don't see any supports but I'd like her to stop what you're doing
1: Cahill from Sheridan's Bar Milltown County Galway Paul Clancy who is the Chief Executive of the VFI thank you both very much uh, for joining me I wonder will it make people change their habits their drinking habits whether they drink less in the pub maybe they won't go to the pub at all they'll go to the supermarket or the off-licence as uh, Cahill and Paul suggested they might do 12 cent on a price of plain